Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Chats with Brent Martineau. Yeah, week one is just to see the progress that we made in OTAs. And, you know, we're like we were installing last night. We're not starting over. We should be picking back up where we left off. Everything that we're talking about, we're flying through because we've already installed it a couple times. So having that knowledge and everyone can just pick up quick. When we install, that's nice, and we can add new wrinkles faster because we've already done it. Uh, but also realizing it's it's a long season, and day one um, doesn't have to be your best day. Um, just to keep building and getting better every day. That is Trevor Lawrence, uh, football at five, day one of training camp 2022. And some stories around the league. Justin Ross, uh, Trevor's former college uh, teammate, out for the year. Oh, that's not why I was fist bumping. That was poor timing. That was poor timing. I was wondering what. <laughs> because one of the bots got through. And uh, I got it. Oh, you got the bot. I got the bot. It's like a video game. Just on the as field. you were saying that. Yeah, that is horrible. Uh, Chiefs plays wide receiver Justin Ross on IR. Uh, won't play this season. That sucks. I saw another tweet here about. How about this from Front Office Sports? Chicago's new proposal for Soldier Field would add a dome. Why? Two point two billion. Why do they need a dome? I would assume it would be like uh, I know it's retractable, cold, but come on, suck it up. And the renderings are cool because it does look pretty awesome. Renderings. Chicago's a cool city, too. Yeah, it's um, cool. They got good pizza. Uh, let's yes. see. They do have good pizza. What else did I have for you? Um, hey, what? Justin Ross got hurt again, or it's just complications from, like, I think like, it's got to be complications. Yeah, I think so, because... Obviously, it's just, they just don't feel he's ready. They put him on. I mean, they, again, you can start. Once you put guys on, you have to put guys on IR now. You know, there are different rules for IR, but, um, well, I shouldn't say no. It depends when you start camp. But they obviously feel like he's done for the year. And I didn't see exactly all the, the reasoning of the latest. But how about this? We were talking about Kyler Murray. Ian Rappaport says, contracts are about give and take. One example from... Arizona Cardinals QB Kyler Murray's $230 million contract. There is an addendum that requires four hours of independent study, quote, independent study per game week. It was important to the team making commitment at that level. Thus, it was important to Murray. Can you tell, by the way, that he gets things from agents? Like, why would that be important to Murray to put four hours of, in your contract, four hours of independent study per game week? And then he said, so then he comes back and he says, Kyler Murray does four hours of game studying on his own anyway. And similar to the team wanting him around for the offseason as the face of the franchise, Arizona won the commitment in writing while going to a certain place money-wise. Thus the clause. Yeah, I don't know. You're not going to sell me on he does it already if you had to put it in the contract. No, that's the thing. Like, all yeah. of that, by the way, is coming from, that is definitely coming from uh, <laughs> from his agent. Yeah. And I think I saw, let's see, my Dan Key to the City, Orlovsky. Mm-hmm. Trying to find Daniel. it. It's so funny. Why does stuff leave my feet so quickly? Um, Just tap the like, it'll stay forever. He said, this would worry me having slash wanting slash needing to put this in writing. Yes, and exactly. dot, 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 four hours? Yeah, that's... But you just signed a $230 million contract, and part of the language in there says... You have to study. You have to study four hours a game week? Telling you, bro. Bad move. That's the best Orlowski tweet there's been, by the way. 
That's a good one. He's on the same page as me this time. Key to the city. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's wild, though. Like, I don't know. It, it, if you have to put that in the contract, that's a bad sign. Because, listen, we've all been there, right? I used to study for four hours, too. Put my phone in the book, and there I was, playing Flappy Bird. Okay? So that's what this is going to be. <laughs> that's right. Like, this actually is... This is something that would come from a parental contract. Literally. For a kid, like, going to school. Yes. It's like, hey, kid, I'm going to pay for your college, but we are signing a contract. You know, one of those parent-kid contracts that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have any yet, but it's... Surprising. <laughs> it probably does. probably kind of surprises me. Um, actually, I do have a contract on, like, a plate that said they have to get a college scholarship, like, back when they were, like, seven. Um, on signing day. On a plate? Yeah, it was like, that's all I had to write on, so they had to sign it. But Should please make it? sure, it's, it's like, hey, we will pay for college, son or daughter, but you have to make sure you study independently hours a week. Four hours a week, yeah. That's so dumb. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> I mean, what is that? This is like trying to make it work when you know she cheated on you. Right. Like, Kyler, they're trying everything they can to make it work when they know in the end it's not going to work. Like, we're going to pay you the money, but we need you to study, right? And we need you to win games. It's not going to work. They're holding on to something that they should have just let go, Brent. This is such a good example, by the way, too. Like, if you want to know how the world works, like the Rappaport's of the world, go read Rappaport's tweet, and you can tell it's, like, directly from the agent. Hey, this isn't going to make Kyler look that good, but we got to spin this a little bit to make sure the agent... I mean, make sure Kyler comes out okay. Like, oh, this is why he, they want him around in the offseason. I mean, yeah, quarterback of the team, like, who's never won a playoff game. You might want to be around in the offseason. Literally. Like, Tom Brady's been playing 20 years. He don't want to come in the offseason. That's okay. He's got seven rings. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't need the four hours to study. He already knows what the defense is going to do. <laughs> exactly. He's seen it already. It's, that, is a, that is insane. It's alarming. That, that makes no sense. That is really bizarre. Like, it, unless, and I'm going I'm to give one caveat here of, is this common? And we just don't know it? Like, is that something that would go in the language of a contract? I can't imagine it would be getting this kind of publicity if so. I doubt that. But listen, the one thing coming out of Arizona, forget about the play, forget about the money, is the leadership part. And there seems like there was some concern. From a leadership Kyler standpoint. Well, guess what? Independent study, getting in early, working on your craft, working in the classroom. Like, those are leadership things that a quarterback does. That's why you hear he's usually the first guy in and the last one out. Mm. So, this is... Yikes. Again, I don't know what it means. Means yikes. I just wouldn't feel that good. Not at all. But by the way, if you have to write that in, like, what kind of sports world are we living in? Like, salaries have gone crazy. Not again. Get the bot off there. If uh, we have gone nuts, if we need to put that into a $230 million contract where you just actually stroke the check for $160 million of it guaranteed before he's done anything else. I mean, what a world. Yeah. What a gamble. It's so bad. I'm telling you, bro. Trade for Jimmy G. Jimmy G, probably not put that in there. Nah, he knows. He's seen it. I would imagine. Yeah. Can you imagine? Think about this. Three-teamer, right? Jimmy G to the Cardinals. Kyler Murray to Seattle. I have no idea. A DK Metcalf to... San Fran? 
Yeah, San Fran's got to get somebody. Yeah, DK Metcalf to San Fran, and then picks, whatever. Can you imagine? What's wild is, like, they all play each other. They all play each other. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine, though? Like, those three things, like, all make sense. That'd Seattle be- would take Kyler. Jimmy G's a better fit for what the Cardinals are doing. And you give Trey Lance another weapon. Oh, 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 why did nobody talk about that before right now? Oh, that's golden. Tweet that. I guarantee you, you go viral. I won't because I'm not a blue check mark, right? You tweet that. I guarantee you, you're on ESPN National tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think you're right on that. Yep, guaranteed. Because <laughs> most people be like, dude, you're an idiot. That's Probably. in the div- division. Like, that's not happening. You got to take the gamble, Brett. It might be a great idea. It might be horrible. But, oh, oh, that'd be disgusting. You could save a lot of money on that neck calf deal you got to pay. Mm-hmm. So oh, what an idea. <laughs> what an idea. All right, here's a, a good idea. Speaking of a guy from that division, Darius Williams, who's a Jacksonville guy, uh, he won a Super Bowl ring. And so I wanted to talk to Darius today. He's coming off a shoulder injury from the offseason. He's still recuperating from, so he's not full go. But they got their rings in L.A. a couple of days ago, and they look, well, as you would imagine, large and pretty good looking. So they had the big party, so he was out there before uh, camp started and uh, got back with those guys, his old teammates. The one thing, and we'll talk about this in the conversation, when you win a Super Bowl in the NFL, the amount of respect that comes with that is massive. We've seen it over the years from Malik Jackson. We now have it here in Jacksonville with a guy like Doug Peterson and also a player like Darius Williams. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's something you really can't duplicate. What does it mean? How will it translate? All those part of the conversations we had with Darius Williams after training camp practice number one this morning. Well, hey, uh, I want to talk football, but I want to talk rings first. Uh, did you go out to, to L.A. for that? Absolutely. Uh, it, was, it was amazing. I mean, it was just fun to connect with, obviously, my old teammates, my old boys, coaches and stuff. So, obviously, it was a lot of fun. Uh, but, I mean, the ring itself, I think it was beautiful. I mean, it's, it's a lot of motivation. You know, you see it. Uh, even though I'm on the opposite side of the country, you know, it's, it's another motivation to get a ring. It's an instant respect factor in a locker room, too. You knew it for guys that probably you have played with over the years that had won one, right? Uh, so do you feel that from from this group yet? Yeah, I do. But I just uh, I still want to remain humble um, and just kind of push those guys and not, you know, tell them, like, it's all about a ring. Like, like look, I got a ring. Like, I got a ring. But uh, more so just, like, this is what we can all accomplish. Like, it's not just... The Rams, that can only do it. It's not just, you know, Kansas City that can only do it. Like, we can all do it. So, I mean, obviously it's a lot of respect, but still remain humble with it. Uh, what was your reaction when you saw the ring? Had you seen it before? Like, did you know what it was going to look like? And, and then when you actually saw it? Uh, no, I had no idea. I mean, I looked at it, and I just, I couldn't even believe it. Like, it, it was just, it was beautiful. I mean, it was, like, pretty, pretty big. So, um, I mean, more than anything, it was just accomplishment of from that season and then seeing a reward from it was was really nice to see you uh gonna wear it at all uh or is that for later in life and where do you keep it uh, i ain't telling nobody where i keep it and i uh, might not wear it so yeah. <laughs> maybe later down the road right yeah maybe down later the road. down the road how much did you learn though about winning about yourself about what you can translate and bring in i mean different than the respect the actual tangible stuff that you saw maybe with that team or over the years that you've learned that you can bring to a pretty young locker room right i mean that's a winning organization uh mcveigh is a hell of a coach uh less a hell of a gm and all those guys you know what they're doing and luckily i was able to be over there for four years and i'm able to come back and help bring this team to wins um 
think the biggest thing is is our team is already buying in and we already got the right mindset to go out and um, kind of just be better than I guess what they were last year whatever it is but of course all that is just buying in we're just taking it one day at a time we got good coaches here now uh, led by coach Peterson uh, our DC so I mean we're in the right spot we're in a good spot well you might be the only one in Jacksonville too that can maintain a really good relationship right now with Ramsey so you got that going for you yeah 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 <laughs> yeah you're cool cool people yeah. but you were in a good group there that was a good cornerback room obviously with Jalen what you did right you guys have a good group here right I mean do you feel that do you feel it's a strength of your defense right absolutely and I think uh, over there was like those are like my brothers over there so uh, I'm guy I'm close with those guys you know um, still in chats with them that's probably never gonna end and I think all we got to do is bring that here so I mean I think family and unity is gonna take us way more than just talent how uh, how are you progressing? I know you had like a, a little setback coming off the, the last season, but are you feel like you'll be ready to go? Oh yeah, I feel good. Yeah, I feel real good. Uh, just going with the trainers. Um, obviously, I was in LA rehabbing stuff too, so I thank those guys. But uh, yeah, I'm coming a long way. Feels good. And what? How about that nickel spot? Is I mean, that's where you see yourself. I think that's where you're kind of look like you're going to pencil in is is that okay how different is that from where you've been yeah i mean i'm just i'm playing my role i mean obviously i could play both outside and inside but uh we got two good corners on the outside here so if that's where they feel like they need me here then that's what i'm down to do it's a day and age where you need three corners doesn't matter right right Absolutely. i mean you need three but how what's the from a guy that wouldn't know how to play the positions what's the difference between being outside and being inside i mean obviously it's you know you got sideline when you're at a corner probably no sideline when you're in the goal but uh, I mean, all in all, it's just it's preparation. So however well you study, however well you prepare, that's how well you're going to be at the position. You're going to catch a Creekside night game if you can sometime? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. How, uh, last one for you. How has it been being home? Or, or at least having a semblance of being home? I know you've probably been in and out. But yeah. uh, what is that like for you now that you signed the big deal, you got back initially, you heard all about it, but now it's been months? Right. Uh, I mean, it's just obviously fun being back home. I mean, I get to see my mom my dad every day. When I haven't seen him for, you know what I'm saying, six years plus and being in college and stuff. Um, but obviously it's fun being back home. I'm, I know, 20 minutes down the road, 30 minutes down the road, so it's cool to always drive, come to work, and then drive back home and whatnot. Um, and obviously I didn't have that in California, so it's cool. That is Darius Williams, former Creekside Knight, former L.A. Ram, and uh, Super Bowl champ. Now with the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, got that ring, and uh, wouldn't tell anybody uh, where it is. And don't leave it in the car, Wander Franco. Yeah, we're going to skip past that. Um, why? Here's my question. I know it's valuable. Don't get me wrong. Like, I get the whole thing. Why would you not? Like, day to day with it. Don't wear it to the publics. I'm with you there. But, like, at some point, you have to wear it. Like, your greatest accomplishment. Yeah, I, I think at some point. I, I bet when you're old, a little bit older yeah, is that that's when you – I feel like I've seen more players wear them as older men, like when they're done. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think it's such a gaudy thing in, in a good way, right, because it's this massive ring. Yeah, it's cool. That it's hard to wear. Yeah. And, and listen, you're talking about guys, and, and Darius – I don't know Darius super well, but from what I've heard about him and know about him uh, in – a, a li very little bit. I think he's kind of a quiet, humble guy. Doesn't really seek out of a lot of attention. And so all you're doing is bringing yourself attention. And even if you're, if you don't mind the attention, you're somebody that gets it naturally anyway. So you're just going to get more of it. And how many pictures and how many people say, can I try it on? And mm -hmm. it becomes probably quite a bit of a sideshow. So like, I think everybody says, oh yeah, I definitely, I, I don't know. I, I think I would treat it like the Stanley cup where I would have a day with it where I would wear it everywhere. 
and maybe it's a little more than daddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I try to like experience it and be like, okay, let's see if anybody notices. Yeah. You know, see, and then, I, but I'm in that right frame of mind where if people do want pictures or whatever else, I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be there and and know that that's coming my way. But yeah. on a daily basis, I think it would just make no sense to do it. And it's worth so much dang money that you got to put it in some safety box or yeah. whatever. I, I can't even know what you do with those things. Um, I, I'm just saying, like, the Rams, like, Jalen, I like the question you asked her, by the way, um, about Jalen. Yeah. You're, I love Jalen. Somebody on the Rams, potentially Jalen, maybe not, but somebody, like, because you know how it's a fashion show now when you come in the stadium, somebody's popping that ring out week one or whenever the Rams are first at home. So, like, the pictures when they're entering the stadium, you know, everyone's looking fly. Like, someone's popping that ring, guaranteed. You don't think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it might be Jalen. Exactly. By the way, I found out by pointing at my ring finger, this is the first day I've forgot to wear my ring since I got married. Really? I forgot it at home. You going to get some heat for that? Probably, now that I've addressed it. I used to, like, get a little heat because I would forget sometimes. Like, because I take I it off every night. Yeah, I do too. And so, like, I would, time to time, very few times, I used to get a little, ah, it's like a text, like a, hmm, text, and... <laughs> But now I don't. Now it's like if it happens, like, hey, make sure, uh, is my ring still on the table so I didn't lose it? Yeah, that's yep. not my Good. concern right now. Yeah. Like, I don't think I lost it, but I just realized, because I kind of ran out earlier, because I was going to be late and it was raining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't have it. So now I'm kind of. How much out. is the, I didn't look this up, but how much is the Super Bowl ring? I don't know. I'll look it up. And I think I saw it was 23 diamonds or what, 23 whatever because that was the significance was that's how many points they scored. I'm pretty sure I saw that oh. uh, on the ring. Everybody tries to one up, and I, I thought this one though did looked a little less like some of them have gotten really kind of I don't know about bad looking, but so, but very like I'll use the word gaudy again in like a bad way. I think this one had a nice kind of clean look to it, and uh, didn't look like that to me. So it's the highest carroted ring. In the history of championships. Yeah, see, they, somebody's got a, they got a one-up in some category every time. Yeah, it's 20 carats, I think is what it says here. Um, but, yeah, so 0.12 carats of round diamonds to represent the 12 regular season rings or wins. 0.26 carats of diamonds representing the franchise's 26 total preseason or postseason wins. So, yes, everything has a meaning for the special diamonds. All right. Um, but we don't know how much it is. We're scrolling. Like, if you lose it, my point being, like, if they do break it out and for some reason somebody s steals it, like, how much are you paying for a new one? Yeah, we're scrolling. And these guys make so much money that it probably wouldn't matter. You're just going to wait it out. Because here's the thing. You type in Rams Super Bowl ring price, and I can buy one for $34.71. Like $34? Yeah, it's a replica. Oh. Like, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a hard thing to find. Yeah, you, well, you might not. It might not be out there how much it costs each ring. They, they might have just kept that private. Yeah, I don't see it. I'm sure somebody can find it. But but uh, I think that's tough, by the way. Like you, I mean, people will try to steal a lot of different things. Sooner or later, would you ever pawn that ring off down the road or sell it at like a memorabilia show? Like, would it, does the ring mean that much? Mm, it would be like, I don't know. Like, here's, I don't, you'd have a hard time selling it if you're not the player. Are you saying if you're the player? Yeah, if you're the player. Okay. Because a lot of players do it, like a lot of the old-timers. Well, and, and, again, keep in mind, that's a day and age where they weren't making, like, the kind of money they're making now. And so some people do it because they need it, and other people do it just to, like, as, like, a almost like a 401K type thing, you know, where they, yeah. it was an investment. Um, and it obviously just doesn't hold 
as much weight anymore it, for them, or they're not as attached to it. Uh, which I could see that. I could see like after, like initially you're like it's all about the ring, it's all about the ring, get the ring. Yeah. I could see twenty years later, it's like yeah, we won the Super Bowl. Like everybody knows my name's there. It's never leaving. The ring doesn't matter. So if I can get a hundred grand for the ring, all right, sure. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. Um, the one that was like sad, but at the same time, the stuff I would buy, like Juan Gonzalez sold like his MVP, the baseball player. Yeah, yeah. I buy that. Like at a like if I was collecting that kind of like I would buy that. Over the, the championship ring. Like, it's a whole MVP trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be kind of wild. Like, you can style that better. Because then you're in the same situation where if you buy the ring and you're a fan, can't really wear it. Well, that's true. Dude. Like, you yeah, know? what are you going to do with it? Like, well, you got to have one hell of a memorabilia room. Yes. Like, and if you're, like, don't have, like, a great collection. So, like, if you're going to buy one thing, buy Juan Gonzalez MVP trophy because it's a big old trophy. Like, you can display it. You display the ring. You're, like, on the couch. You're, like, is it over there? Like, you know what I mean? Can't really see it. I got Juan Gonzalez's MVP trophy. People walk in, like, hey, yeah, why would you get that trophy? That's not mine. It's not, that's Juan Gonzalez. Yeah, it's Juan. Yeah. <laughs> why would you buy that? It's cool. I don't know. It's like would, I mean, you either have way too much money. Or you have one heck of a memorabilia collection. I'll tell you what and I maybe want. Both. That like from a collection <laughs> standpoint, I don't have it. I've always wanted somebody's golf bag. Oh, that's cool. Tell you a sad story. One time, I had a chance to buy a KH Lee uh, game. You love KH Lee. Yeah, I had a How chance. How much was KH Lee's bag? Like it was like five hundred bucks. No, it was like five bills. It's before I worked here. I had no money, like negative money. You wanted KH Lee's bag. Mm-hmm. Going back, like, now that I'm, like, way in credit card debt, I'd have bought it and just added to it. But at that point in time, I was, like, no debt. So I was like, I can't do it. And somebody bought KH Lee's bag, and now I'm still trying to find that person to buy it back for double the price. I'll pay a grand. <laughs> My mission is for, like, to buy a bag, uh, get a KH Lee bag for less than a grand okay. now for you. Well, if you find one, let me know. I feel like we can do that. If anybody was it has, autographed? I don't know. I don't think so. So it's just his bag. Like, it has to yeah. be his bag. Mm-hmm. It's cool, bro. That's Brent. odd. No, it's a cool thing. Like, what are you, has, where are you putting it? In the corner. Like, at the door, like in the corner, when you get it, open the door? Sure. Yeah. Just, it, it has to go in a corner, you know? I got a lot of memorabilia crap. It'll fit right in. Amanda would be pissed. Poor Amanda. Yeah, she's actually. So I we mean, like, I could see if you said Tiger Woods. You said freaking KH Lee. Okay, you know how much Tiger Woods is going to cost me? KH Lee, I can afford. Here's what I'm going to tell you. As a fan, become fans of people that you can afford their memorabilia. That's Tiger Woods, point. you can't afford it. Phil Nicholson, no chance. KH Lee, but like, got I an opportunity. I'm a big Tiger fan, and I don't want his bag. That's poor judgment. You know how cool that is? We'll be back. Actually, right. Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. There's a lot. I learn. It's kind of a about learn but just it's cool seeing the way he approaches things you know he's definitely a, a player's coach in the sense of you know he takes care of us but there's a certain expectation and he knows what it takes to win and to win a championship so there's that expectation which you need from your head coach and the standard that you have to uphold but he also knows how to take care of players he knows what players are feeling like in the spring you know some guys are tight he might take a period off practice or you know, a day when you get some extra work, he'll throw in a, you know, an extra period or whatever it is. So just having a coach that's been there, done that, coached a lot of teams, um, had a lot of success, he kind of just knows how to read the team, and I think that's really important. That is Trevor Lawrence. 
I'm saying right now on social media, I can't wait to cover Trevor getting a $500 million contract from the Jaguars. Hmm. I was just thinking about it because, like, the entertainment value right now on this Kyla Murray deal <laughs> in, in Arizona is fantastic. I don't think it will be as entertaining here in Jacksonville. But then it got me thinking. I was like, my gosh, it's so much money. Like, What's the biggest contract we've covered, we've had? Christian Kirk. Nah, Calais. Like, I, I feel like Calais is, I want to say it was like five years, 90 mil. Did anybody freak out? No, no, no. I'm just saying, just, no, I'm not saying you have to freak out. Oh. But, I mean, the way, like, we just haven't had, I mean, now to get a hundred million plus dollar contract in sports is, doesn't seem like that big a deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we haven't had that. So... That would be wild just to even that day when Trevor gets this huge payday, and I'm saying when, bullish yeah. on this, that would be really kind of fun. It will be like a monumental day because if they're paying him, I don't know what it means. It means he's won some games because, like, I'm sitting here saying, well, they just paid Kyler Murray, and what has he done? Yeah, nothing. Right? Yeah. So it doesn't mean he's done a lot. Necessarily, mm-hmm. but it means they're obviously he's played well enough to. Hey, listen, I don't want to take too much away from Kyle Murray. He's in like the MVP conversation at times the last couple of years. Yeah, just not, so the it's not like he, times. Yeah, it's not like he had, he's played bad. So if you're getting that kind of payday, you've had samples of good play. Uh, but this story now, if you just jump it in, it's fascinating and everybody's all over it. About uh, this is like the thing right now in the five o'clock hour <laughs> across the country is Kyler Murray in the details of his contract and one specific detail, which there was a clause in of a two hundred and thirty million dollar contract, forty six million a year, one hundred and sixty million guaranteed, that says he has to study four hours a week on a game week. It's unbelievable. Like he had to put that clause in. Unbelievable. I guess I would say, why is it only four hours? Yeah, it's true. Because he said, I'm not doing a minute more than four hours. But it's, like, fascinating. It's like if I signed a contract with, with Cox Media Group, and they said, and you must work eight hours in a day. Good luck trying to put that in my contract. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to find the most ridiculous thing that you normally should would do. Mm-hmm. And put it in a contract of a deal that's, like, enormous. By the way, mine wouldn't be that enormous. Good call. Foles. Uh, yeah, four years, $88 million. Is, is that the most lucrative by year? I don't know. It was exciting, though. That was $22 million, Twenty. What did, what did no, Blake actually, I think, would have been more Less exciting. annual. I think Blake, like, at one time was a $26 million, like, over each of the two years could have been type but thing. Isn't that hitting the point, though? But but the Foles one, by the way, to your point, for Delphonic brings that up, and I think it was like... They had the helicopters and such? Well, yeah, but that was the bonus of like... Or the signing bonus, I think, was at $50 million or something. And was so it that, really? That might be the most lucrative contract, actually, then. The signing the bonus was $50 million? I want to say. Go look it up. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it was right around there. Holy cow. Um, yeah, they spent a lot of money on Nick... Or, or maybe it was the guaranteed money. That's bad. Maybe, maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, was if guaranteed. your signing bonus is $50 million, sign me up. Uh, that's, that's a double check. That, that actually might be the most lucrative kind of overall contract if you think about guaranteed money per year, uh, all that stuff factored in. 
I, Bortles would be close, but it's only just two years. So, uh, anyway, I, I just think it would be fascinating to cover. I mean, I don't know. What, what's like, what's Trevor going to get? Let's just say Trevor has a good year this year, has a good year the following year, and they, they're like in the playoffs in 23. Foles was $50 million guaranteed. It was guaranteed. The signing bonus was 25. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Trevor Lawrence goes uh, 7 and 10 this year, has some pretty good numbers. He goes 10 and 7 next year. They make the playoffs. They win the division. And that's after three years. Isn't that where we're at with Kyler Murray? That going into year four? Is yeah. Murray going into year four? Mm-hmm. So then did the Jags say, okay, we're going to pay you, boom, X amount of money? And by that time, we're talking probably, th- we're talking two years down the road. Uh, I think we're talking somewhere in the neighborhood of $54 million a year type of contract. And you love this kid. You love what he's all about. Uh, he's your number one overall pick from two years ago, or at that time, like three years ago. And you go uh, five years, $300 million contract, or... $285 million contract. Probably three hundred. With $200 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be lit. That would be wild. Yeah, because before Trevor gets paid, you got Herbert's got to get paid, right? Yeah. Lamar. Lamar, Herbert. And who knows who's the first one of last year's draft class to get paid, maybe around that same time if it goes well. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's going to keep driving up. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's why I put it at, like, $54 million by that time yeah, yeah, yeah. per year. That seems fair. So, I don't, I don't know what the, the, uh, Joe the Bur- increase will Did be. Did Burrow get paid? Uh, no, he would. He, well, maybe after this year. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so it's going to be a lot higher. Like, Kyler's going to drop down to, like, seventh highest paid quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah, that happens. Yeah. That's, uh, we already came up with four. Happens. You got to pay Milfson. But anyway, <laughs> that's the big story today is this whole Kyler Murray deal. It is wild. It is absolutely wild uh, to see this and where this goes. It, it just creates a circus, and they have certainly created one. Headlines uh, for the day, by the way, if you're just jumping in, football at 5, Brent Martin, Casey Kurtz, first day of camp. And if you missed us in the early going, if you haven't seen anything, if you've been away or work or whatever, uh, let's give you an update because that's what we do. Uh, the big news is injury-related, and the good news is it's, it's not bad. Overall, nobody on the pup list, which is significant because they don't feel like anybody is going to miss a crazy amount of time in camp. Otherwise, they would use their roster spot, put somebody on the pup list and and evaluate another player. So they're deciding not to do that. And James Robinson is probably the biggest news story of the day in that regard that he is tracking in a very good way to probably be back full go. I would say after Canton week is a reasonable expectation uh, for that. And so you're talking about the week of August 8th, and I'm guessing here. that Nobody said, but I'm guessing, because otherwise, if they thought it would be longer than that, why wouldn't you maybe bring somebody else in and uh, use the roster spot? Because there's no harm in putting someone on the pup list either. Uh, meanwhile, Jamal Agnew and Darius Williams, they'll work themselves back, uh, but they're getting close. Uh, coming off the summer and, and coming off injuries last year. Uh, the only kind of red flag of the day was Devin Lloyd, which we did not expect, uh, will be limited and miss a little camp time because of a hamstring injury that they found out about yesterday during conditioning. So uh, there, if there's one bit of bad news coming out of day one, it was a minor hamstring injury to first-round pick 
uh, Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked good today. I saw some nice catches by my guy Dan Arnold and Christian Kirk and and other players. Uh, so making plays for him and a lot of good throws. Ball wasn't on the ground much in the hour and ten minute session uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The new digs looked good. Episcopal School of Jackson, nice job. Uh, everybody um, did a good job with the Jags and uh, talking to the folks at Episcopal a little bit. They said it was like a, a stealth operation. One day the the dirt and the fields had been ripped up. The next day, there was new grass on it. <laughs> Welcome to the NFL. When they want to get something done, they get something done. Uh, Jags are busing in and about, I think, a handful of buses, two different waves. takes about eight minutes to get from team headquarters uh, over to uh, the Episcopal School of Jacks, and uh, that's where they'll be back uh, tomorrow for game number two. The other observation from camp in the practice, Luke Fortner, first team reps at center, Tyler Shatley at left guard, Jawan Taylor was first out there at right tackle, uh, but he'll be sharing that spot with Walker Little. Uh, Sheriff, of course, at right guard. Cam Robinson, of course, at left tackle. But the interesting note is Fortner, who they are high on, and we've told you that a couple times over the last few months. This might be an indicator how high they are on the third-round pick out of Kentucky is that right off the rip, day one of camp, he was first-team reps, moving Tyler Shatley to left guard and Ben Barch, therefore, out of that initial starting lineup. We'll see what the rotation looks like the next few days, but I thought that was pretty significant, at least in the setup. Interesting part about the the offensive line, of course, is uh, reps really won't get super significant until the pads go on, and that is uh, scheduled for Sunday. So those are some of the bullet points coming out of camp here on day one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We do have first and ten training camp later tonight on uh, TV on CBS 47 and Fox 30 where you can see some of the action, hear from some of the parties like Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence and a little of our conversation with Darius Williams that you just heard uh, during football at 5 as well. You can always find everything out on our YouTube uh, channel Action Sports Shacks and you can get the last segment of this show coming up next on ESPN 690 with Action Sports Shacks OT on the horizon including an electric new look for Action Sports Shacks OT it's with Casey electric. Kurtz and Ryan Middleton. Uh, Kurtz all fired up today because of the new look, but also because he's been killing bots on the stream. I don't know what's happening, but there's never – they they keep – I don't know if this is going to be a new thing, but I'm going at it blow for blow. Like I feel like you're playing a video game. Dude, literally, they're – There you go. Right on cue, bro. Maybe we shouldn't mention the word. Is there something to that? Bro, I do not want to find naked women in my area. I'm happily married. Leave me alone. That's the bot that we keep getting. Yeah, that's... If you're watching yeah. the uh, video feeds, if you're listening <laughs> if you're to the, the radio, radio you're, like, you're what? like, what is he talking about? Yeah. Well, we keep getting these uh, in our messages on YouTube. You forget your ring one day. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> it's amazing what they can detect. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. You know, it's just another it's just another voice back there. You know, he sees it's nice having a head coach and he sees the play and he can jump in and, you know, give me a tip, correct something I did, you know, tell me something I could do a little bit better, whatever it is, just because he totally understands his offense, you know, so it's all the coach's offense, but he knows it like the back of his hand. So it's nice having that. Um, and then knowing that he played the position and he's been in my shoes. So when he says something, you're definitely, definitely listening. 
That is Trevor Lawrence. We heard from the quarterback, the head coach, Doug Peterson, and also had a one-on-one conversation with Darius Williams. More of that uh, coming up tonight on the TV side, CBS 47, Fox 30. Uh, 6.50, 10.50, and 11.15. We'll do nightly shows on TV called First and Ten Training Camp, and uh, we'll have that for you uh, every night during the week. And then, of course, we have our half-hour shows on the weekends, Action Sports Shacks, primetime, 10.30 on Fox 30, 11.30 on CBS 47, all year long. Brett Martineau, Casey Kurtz, Action Sports Shacks OT, coming up in just a couple minutes uh, with a fresh look, if you can get it to work. Overpromise, underdeliver, Brent. Yeah, you did it again. Dang it! You got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. Uh, you Wait know, you see it tomorrow, though. It's gonna be electric. <laughs> so you're probably not debuting it tonight. No, you can see the problem. Oh, uh, so you can't fix the problem. Okay, so here, no, I can't. So here's the thing: if you're watching a commercial break, like high key staring at the video of nothing, just to, we'll re, we'll be right back. You saw it flash for like a second because I wanted to see because what Brent sees right now, Brent can see it. But the color scheme is not there. I don't know why. So I took it live for just a second. You were out of the room. And the color is actually there. But the cameras aren't. And I don't know why. You can't figure it out. No. I think this is Aaron's fault. Of course it is. Because he told me, he said, don't use it today. It's not ready. I said, it's ready. (laughs) So I think he. You think he's right. I think he sabotaged the system so it can't possibly be ready. You feel me? I feel you. Yeah. Uh. You know, I finished off um, a another uh, package of Oreos last night. Ah, late. back. Grubbing on them. And uh, I'm done. Like, I can't. Like, I've eaten more Oreos in the last few months than I think I said this before, like, in my whole life. And, but I had to finish them. So now I'm on, like, the camp. I'm trying to go camp diet for the next six weeks. Okay. It's a football season. Mm-hmm. Got to do it. It's been a bad summer. I tried a couple different times. I got to stop saying I'm trying. I got to just do it. Yeah. So we're in it now. But I did finish off the Oreos. Happy for you. Once you get going, like, it's cool. Like, you just got to stick to a plan. But getting going is hard, especially when you're on the road. Yeah. Um, Especially with those Oreos staring at me. I don't know why Oreos have become a thing. Like, I really, like, I never liked them as a kid. Like, I wasn't, like, a fan of them as a kid. But it's just, it amazes me how much, like, I, I eat them right now. What a face to be in. So much ate Oreos. Used to, eat, I, I did that a little bit with those, you know, like the soft baked chocolate chip cookies. I do. Yeah, those are good. You can get in that habit. You can get, you can get going on those too. Like you're right. Uh, I, you say, eh. I was like, yeah, I don't love them anymore either. You know why? Because I ate so many of them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'd actually. Would you rather have soft baked chips ahoy or the regular ones? Regular. Yeah. Now I'd rather go regular. Yeah. I don't For a like while the there, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, that was the soft bake ones. Not me. So, um, what you guys got coming up? Are you talking all training camp? No, we'll talk about some other so things we probably. Do. Yeah, we'll talk about a little bit of everything. Uh, by the way, Delphonic, not debuting tonight would be a bigger letdown than the Hackett envelope. <laughs> yes, it would, Delphonic. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to do my best. Listen, when this show ends to the next start of the next show, if Brent gets out on time, which he won't, 
I've got six minutes and 30 seconds. Also, if ESPN's correct. I just heard from Brian Middleton that the traffic out there, people are crashing into each other. So he said, <laughs> be ready to hold it down without me. I said, hey, listen, they don't call me POP for nothing. I'm going to hold it down. So I now have six minutes and 30 seconds to figure out how to start the show without Brian Middleton and somehow fix the stream or else I'm going to let the people down, Brent. Do you know what kind of pressure that is? What does pop mean? You never seen that video? P.O.P. Hold it down? No. Mama, I love you? No. Haven't. Wow. People crashing into each other on like a Monday evening, huh? Sounds like it. Yeah, he just told me. Things are things are wild. So what time do you want me out? In like 45 seconds? Uh, No, in exactly two minutes and five seconds. Oh, I got two minutes to yap away. That's good. In five seconds. Well, what to expect tomorrow at camp? Here's the deal. Uh, the We'll hear from Mike Caldwell. The defense coordinator, I'm fascinated with this defense and what it's going to look like and uh, how soon will we learn that uh, will be interesting to watch. Uh, you know, as this unfolds, uh, again, will it be the pro football fame game? Probably not. Will it be any time of the preseason? Probably not. Uh, there'll be surprises for us, I think, as we enter the regular season. And uh, tomorrow we uh, look to catch up with maybe Evan Ingram. We're going to focus a little bit on tight ends. Uh, and he could have a really good year. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of hype for Evan Ingram, and I think it's earned hype. I think there should be. And so it'll be interesting to uh, see how he progresses this camp, and uh, we'll catch up uh, with Evan Ingram as well. Who else is talking about? Oh, Josh Allen uh, will be on the uh, podium tomorrow for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Big year for number 41. So we'll go a little on the defensive side of things tomorrow, it looks like, uh, and then mix in a little tight ends. Where are you going to uh, be at? Uh, where am I going to be at tomorrow? Mm -hmm. For the show? Or yeah, for camp? I know where you're going to be at for camp. Oh, uh, for the show, yeah, we're going to be, I think the, i got to double check this, but I think it's at Atlantic Coast High School. The Collegiate Baseball League has playoff action tomorrow. Okay. And so I haven't had a chance because I've been away like most of the summer to get down there. And so we're going to try to go tomorrow afternoon as long as the weather holds. Good luck. Yeah, I know. It's a little iffy in the afternoons around here. But today, actually, we just had that one storm pass through pretty quick. That's why I'm wearing the jacket. And then it was fine. Yep. By the way, Delphonic's seen the video. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I'll send it to you. Like those young you guys talk the same language. We really do. That language is stuffed in an envelope somewhere. Yeah. I'll text you. I'll, t I'll text you the video while I'm texting you my bachelorette updates tonight. All right. Well, great. Is Steph going to be watching this week? In, uh, probably not. She's in California. Does so she watch the show or no? She does, but she, like, tapes them all, I think. You can see everything on demand, what man. Is this? Welcome 2005? to 2022. <laughs> By the way, like, what time does The Bachelorette come on? Eight. So it's really, like, five out there in California. What else does she have to do? <laughs> Probably at a game right now. Kaylee's just started. Well, good news. Yeah. It's not off for, like, three hours. <laughs> Two hours. At least you don't have to miss a home run derby for this. Well, I would have. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks OT coming up next. Hope you like the new look here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 from 3 to 6. You have to wait another day for that other show's better look, apparently. Action Sports Jacks OT. Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton. That's coming up next with the same old look. We'll see you on TV tonight, CBS 47 and Fox 30.